Welcome to South Cedo Paranormal. It is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023, and today I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And uh, so the plan for the rest of this week, uh, just real quick, is tomorrow I'll cover more paranormal news. And then um, Thursday morning I will... uh, cover a, uh, basically the rest of the stories I, I chose from Stephen King's anthology called Everything's Eventual. So um have a few more stories left in that to review. And uh, that'll be it for a couple of days, and then we'll start the whole uh, schedule again on Sunday. So um, I think that's basically it. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Uh, whether you're you're here live and you're listening on the stream or you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, it's always appreciated. And uh, yeah, so let me get to the stories here and we'll see how many we can get through today. Um, and of course, I always say whatever is, is uh, we don't get to for the next one of these shows. So this one says, for context... I'm house-sitting for a close friend. About an hour ago, 10.30 p.m., I was sitting in the living room when I saw a bright flash of light, almost like a camera flash. All the blinds were closed in the area, so I'm 90% sure it wasn't a creep outside taking a picture of me. Since it snowed recently, I was also able to check rather easily that there's no footprints outside. No light bulbs are burnt out. No motion lights or hidden cameras. I checked just to be sure. I have absolutely no explanation for this. It did scare me a bit, mostly because it was unexpected and something I can't easily explain away. Anyone have any similar experiences or ideas what it could be? And that's where that story ends. Um, of course, I never have any real answers, but I can say that this person is not alone in their experience. Um, whether it's people seeing lights floating around or vanishing and reappearing and vanishing and, I can't even talk, appearing and then vanishing, um, once or multiple times, or if it's just a flash of light, um, I've covered this many uh, many different stories in the show before and um as to what it is it's hard to say some kind of uh energy source maybe it's some kind of a light just appearing for whatever reason of course that is energy so if you want to go more towards the the possibly the extreme end of the paranormal you could say it was some kind of a teleportation after effect you see that in popular culture and fiction where when portals appear or disappear, they they give off light. 
and then the light fades away. And um, so I think there's that possibility, but beyond that, I don't know. But it's not uncommon. Uh, but still always important to uh, share these experiences just in case um, someday someone does figure something out. So, um, so that's a quick one, but still um, it's always neat to hear about these stories of any kind of light appearing and vanishing and and um and the different forms it takes it sounds like that was just a flash that filled i guess part of the room um but still so yeah neat story there moving on to the second one uh let's see here uh this one says this one is a oh, no it's not that short never mind this one says uh so a few days ago I was just waiting for my kettle to boil and realized there was a clear handprint on my cupboard door. I've lived here for about 20 years and never seen this. It's not mine. It's slightly smaller than my hand. The only reason I can see it is because the door has yellowed from cooking and smoking and the paint, uh, I'm sorry, the print is perfectly white. I live alone, and nobody has been around recently. My dad passed a few weeks ago, and I like to think it was him, but I don't know. I would share the picture here, but it doesn't allow it, says here. Uh, what do you think it means? So that's the end of that story. Um, I don't really have any experience with handprints, I think partially because it would have to be the contrast between the because I'm legally blind, the contrast between the print and the, the background that it's on would have to be um, pretty severe. It would have to be like a dark print on a, a light background or the opposite. So I can't say I know exactly what they're talking about, but um, the fact that it was still visible, uh, I wonder how that works. If it's a non-physical presence that can somehow turn physical for at least that part of themselves or generate a physical part uh, or object that is similar to a hand. I don't know how that works, but um, that's an amazing thing there because they said right there in the story, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, they've been there for 20 years and they've never seen that print. That seems like a long time to, um, somehow not see something like that. I don't know. I guess it's possible, but... Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The timing of the, the father passing away, that could also be a factor, but, um, again, it's hard to know. But um, it's also hard to know that it's not. So, um, so that's all for that story. There's not a ton there, but still, um, that kind of physical evidence is always... Um, I think important to look at when it's available. So, uh, moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. Okay. This one says, I took care of my husband's grandmother until the day she literally passed away, 50 feet from where I am now. She was kind and loving. She always told me that when she got to the other side, she would still visit from time to time. 
as I am a partial medium, because I won't let my third eye open all the way, I have proven this many times by walking up to someone I just met and call them a nickname, and they will say, oh my gosh, only my deceased so-and-so call me that. I have always been sensitive. I can see and hear things. Last night I was watching TV, and my dog walks over to the couch that my husband's grandmother was always on. The dog smelled the couch, sat down, and immediately, I'm sorry, immediately sat down and started wagging their tail, just like uh, she always did for um, Mama. Mama, I'm not sure. The grandmother says here. Says she always called me her granddaughter and not an in law. Things that she used often keep falling over when there is no reason for them to. Like, no way possible they would fall on their own. I put a ring on she gave me and felt someone's hand on my shoulder. I loved her to pieces and she was a happy, uh, Happy person, I guess they mean without a word there. Says, I have heard her voice and laugh. My husband, who is a total skeptical or skeptic, has heard it too. The other day I went to use a coffee cup that she used all the time for coffee. By the time the coffee finished brewing, the cup was back where she kept it, not where I kept it and certainly not on the counter where I left it ten minutes before. There are many, many more things like hearing your walker, etc. So, that's the end of that story. Um, It does sound like um, it could be the presence of that grandmother. A lot of little things. I wonder with the objects falling over, if it's a, it's a, a sign or if it's this person now in a different form that they're not used to, maybe trying to interact with those objects. Although, it sounds like they were able to get the coffee cup to go where they wanted it to go. Um, That all gets into what can people do when they're in an energy or spirit form. And does it take them a while to figure things out, to figure out how to do things? Um... I, I, of course, there's no way to know, but um, I'm guessing here if there's, if the coffee cup thing happened after all the other things that had fallen over, it could have been that the grandmother was trying to learn how to still pick things up and, and figuring out how to do it, and the coffee cup was just maybe that important in a way, and or she just at that point had either gathered enough, gathered enough energy and or figured out enough to do it. Uh, a lot of questions there, but um, I love that it's overall it's not a, a frightening experience. That's, that's what I really love about that story. And uh, even the, the skeptical husband, the one that, the, the one that was actually related um, by blood to the, to the grandmother there, um, even heard the laughter. So I think that's amazing as well. Um, so let's see here. 
think we'll move on to the next story here. Um, <clears throat> okay. These next, this next one is really fast, but um, still, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after. It says, I was just inside my house uh, near, near Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I heard loud chopper sounds outside. So I came out just in, just in time to see a chopper, a helicopter they mean, blinking a red light, chasing close behind a solid white light ball going across the entire sky view in front of my, home, my house. That's at home, it's at house. No time to, there was no time to take a video. Has anyone seen something like this before? isn't a normal type of military drill. That last part there, the, the story ends there. The last part, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible for it to be a military drill. Um, but uh, it's amazing that they saw, they heard the, the sound of the helicopter, and then they went out and they saw it chasing after a light. And that is not, again, that's a common thing. You hear about that. You hear about people seeing either lights or craft in the sky, and then it appears that military craft either are escorting it or they're chasing it. Hard to tell sometimes, I guess. But um, so I thought that was an amazing thing that uh, that um, this person saw, um, and who knows what was going on there. <clears throat> but it sounds like it was some kind of a whether you want to use the term UFO, unidentified flying object, or unidentified aerial phenomenon, whatever, however you want to call it, but um, light in the sky flying around there. So it's a quick one, but um, just so common in a way. So I love that. Um, going on to the next one here. This one says... Uh, at night, last summer, I saw a light move horizontally from left to right across my field of vision at about 60 degrees, uh, at about a 60-degree angle, sorry, in the sky. Initially, I thought it was a satellite, but then it stopped extremely suddenly. And within a few seconds, it darted away at what I can only describe as light speed, in quotation marks there says, I don't know if it actually hit light speed, but it reminded me of when ships from Star Trek or Star Wars would warp or jump. It left a trail of light behind itself, and it uh, seemed to disappear just as soon as it picked up speed. It almost appeared to me as if what I saw was its initial acceleration. But then once it started moving, it was going too fast for me to see it. It's the only sighting I've had that I can't explain away to myself. But I've had trouble finding similar stories through searches online. So I figured I'd try and cast a net out to find someone who might have seen something similar. Um, 
So that's basically where the story ends there. Um, and that's another one of those lights. Now that one is amazing because it sounds like, um, I don't know, the, the trail of light, the way it was described as if it was jumping to a an extremely high level of speed and then leaving that trail behind it, that's amazing. Um, and then having it all vanish like that, I, that's that's quite the sighting there. Um, but I don't doubt it. Um, so, I've never seen anything like that in the sky move. I've seen the, the uh, as I've talked about before many times, I've seen the uh, blue light that appeared and then and one and one night, in one case, it would vanish and reappear in different spots. But I never saw any trails of light, or I never and I never saw it moving. But um, that's a whole different story. But just imagining that effect that you you see on your different sci-fi movies and TV shows, um, that had to be quite the thing to see in person. So. I'm going to get to this last story here. This is a bit longer, so I want to make sure I have enough time to do it. This one says, um, I am new to this website, even though I am a long-time believer. So I hope it's okay that I'm sharing this experience from two nights ago. I'm not sure what we experienced, but I spent the last 48 hours trying to figure it out, and I'm stumped. Hoping someone here might have an idea. So my husband and I drove from New York City to Washington, D.C. And or North, Northern Virginia, I guess it's an OVA. So <clears throat> it says the other night at 8 p.m. We've done this drive dozens of times in both directions. And we typically leave at night because we prefer night driving. No matter what, or no matter what, <clears throat> excuse me, it takes us anywhere from three hours, 45 minutes to four hours, 30 minutes, except when there's major construction or an accident or just crazy traffic. When I checked the GPS as we left, it was 8.04 p.m. Our estimated time of arrival was 12.08 a.m., so it was predicting a four-hour four-minute drive, which is normal. I'm positive this time is correct because my husband picked me up from work and we hit the road immediately. We stopped one time for a drive through dinner and to walk our dog. This was an approximately 30-minute stop. We didn't need to fill up on gas because my husband filled it up before he picked me up. There was no traffic at any point of the drive or construction projects that decreased highway lanes. Anyway, all this is to say that we got to our destination at 1.45 a.m., a full hour plus, taking into account our dinner pit stop, later than we should have. Neither of us realized this until we pulled into my in-law's driveway. And at that point, we were both tired and just wanted to get to bed. The next morning, we were chatting with our family, and they asked why we were so late getting home or getting in. 
And when we tried to explain it, we couldn't. There's nothing that made makes sense for us getting to our destination as late as we did. No wrong turns, no traffic, no extra stops. My husband, who was the driver, says he got really drowsy at one point and was thinking about pulling over to, re- to a rest stop to stretch, but then had a sudden burst of energy and didn't need to. This was not a particularly spooky or compelling experience, but I just can't account for that extra hour. This is a drive we do very frequently, and it's never been a nearly six-hour trip for us. Uh, Any ideas of what could have happened? I tried to list all relevant details here, but if there's anything else that mentions, they could answer questions um, on the website in the comments. But um, that is, that's where that story ends. Um, That sounds like missing time. Um, But it's odd, though, because it doesn't sound like there was any kind of a break in their memories of the journey. Which is, I don't understand how that works. You would, to me, it just feels like there should be something. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I really have no idea, but I believe it's possible. And there's so many stories of that. Now, usually there's other things... Usually there's other things going on with it, though. That's kind of the odd part about the story. Is at some point before or after, or both, there is a sighting of of <clears throat> some kind of a UFO or creatures or something. Um, but there's none of that in this one. So, um, I don't know how to explain that. Um, some kind of a time anomaly, maybe. I don't know what it would be, how it would work. But, um, yeah, that's, that's an amazing story there. I'm glad that everything worked out where they got home safely. I sort of wonder about that burst of energy, where that came from. I'm wondering, now that I'm thinking about it, is if, 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 um, Somehow that was the point where there was something that happened that they just don't even don't even remember at this point. But um, hard to tell. Um, so yeah, but uh, I wanted to share that one. It's an amazing story there. Glad everything worked out okay for them uh, overall. And um, I think that's it. So thank you all for being here and listening. And um, I'll be back tomorrow to cover paranormal news on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.